Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Do you need heavy equipment or farm equipment? Look no further than Southern Equipment and Parts in Laurel. We have a wide selection of new and used equipment from many top brands. We also offer parts, service, and rentals. Whether you're a contractor, farmer, or just need help around the house, we have what you need. Southern Equipment is your one-stop shop for all farm and heavy equipment. Visit us at 5237 Highway 84 West and southernequipparts.com or call 601-651-4555. Or free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, let's go. Super Talk Eagle Hour on the road again this afternoon. We are at the Larry Doliak Baseball Complex here in South Mississippi, site of the Dixie Youth World Series. And, uh, man, there are all kinds of kids here playing baseball. It's a great day to uh, be here at the ballpark, and we're glad you're with us. On the Super Talk Radio Network, wherever you're tuned in, welcome to the Super Talk Eagle Hour. We're going to kick things off. Bob Kelly and Luke, we're all out here in the middle of the tournament. And joining us to kick the show off is Kristen Brock from Visit Hattiesburg and Larry Doliak, the executive director of Dixie Youth and the man that the complex is named after. Mr. Doliak, uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Mr. Doliak? Mr. Well, Doliak. Well, the, the field is named after. I don't see Kelly Centerfield anywhere. No, and you won't. <laughs> no, and we won't. Because you had to work to build this field, and Kelly's not very good at work. He likes to talk. He yeah. talked. Did, did you notice when we got here who did all the work? Yeah. And who did all the talk? Yeah, he got here right about the time you got everything set <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, that's right. I have always thought that manual labor is the president of Mexico. So. <laughs> right. Well, he, he only gets here he only gets here early when there's a buffet. <laughs> right. That wouldn't surprise you. Yeah, I've been, I've been knowing Kelly about 35 years. So. so I don't need to tell you about the buffets. No, no, no. Okay. So before we talk about the series, can, let's talk about the complex. Well, the name, well, I, Bold is his nickname. Most people know Larry Doliak as a bull because of his demeanor, not what he's full of. Um. <laughs> wow, this is getting off to a great start. I'm well, sure glad you came today, Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> but the con- opened in 2008? 2008. But you, but you were instrumental in helping plan it and put it together from the old J.C. Park, which is well, across we actually, High. We actually built this complex, and I oversaw the construction and let the bids and the contracts, And because at that time the city wouldn't build us a complex, so... We went through some political efforts and got the property, and we raised about a million and a half dollars, and we built it in about 17 months, and uh, it, it's really something special. I mean, it's, I mean, I'm really proud of it. And, you, and you've got the ages that are housed here. You go all the way from the and, and this eight-year-old Dixie Youth World Series is Coach Pitch, which That's most correct. people know as Coach Pitch. What what houses in the Doliac Complex? How young and how old? Four to twelve. Okay, in this complex. Right. And, Bob, let me correct you. I am now the president. Freddie Triplett is the director. Okay. I appointed him director three years ago. I got you. And I'm I'm just... Yeah, but you see, consoles. your name is on the facility. That's right. That, That's right. I looked around, I didn't see Kelly's name anywhere. I'll tell you something nobody knows. Uh-oh. When we built this park, 
I was going to name it Children's Park of Hattiesburg. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Kim Bradley and some other people decided that I wasn't going to name it that, and they named it Larry Doe. I got it. Well, it's a great honor for you, though, sir. It is. It is. You're really proud of it. All right, Kristen. uh, Kristen Brock is with us. She's certainly the most pleasant looking on the set right now. Uh, And Kristen, we're glad to have you here. You kind of dressed this bunch up. My God, Lord. He thought I was rude, Bull, and he cuts us down right now. Do y'all have a female commentator uh, person no, sir. in interview? No, sir. Look, I'm glad to be here, and I'll take that and as a you're compliment from Visit Hattiesburg, it's 105 right? degrees outside. That's right. I am. All right, so tell the... us what Visit Hattiesburg is doing here and how you're working with uh, Mr. Doliak and all the people putting on this fine tournament. Yes, we have worked with a lot of people to make this possible. So Visit Hattiesburg is the tourism entity for the city of Hattiesburg. And we work with all kinds of events coming to to the communities. So sometimes that's a meeting and convention. A lot of times that's sports tourism, which is a huge industry here in Hattiesburg. And we actually, last summer, Freddie Triplett, Mike Smith, and I traveled to Lumberton, North Carolina, to last year's World Series site and met with the national directors for Dixie Youth and bid on this tournament to have it here in Hattiesburg. So from an economic standpoint, how many people does this bring into the community? What kind of money does this bring into the community? We have some economic indicator calculators that we use, and our estimation is that this is going to have a $3.4 million economic wow. impact on Hattiesburg. Wow. Wish wow. we'd had that money when we were building this yeah. thing. Yeah, well, Mr. Dolek, how long does this last? And tell us tell us the, the, the function that's actually taking place. Well, it, it, there's 23 teams in two divisions, and uh, they'll play today, tomorrow, Sunday, and hopefully the finals will be Monday. If there's an if-necessary game, Kelly knows what that is. They'll go into Tuesday. Right. So a lot of work, I'm sure, goes into this, oh, obviously. Yeah. Right. So when did you start planning for this once once you knew you were going to have the tournament? Well, again, now, you know, I've kind of been in the background on this one. I did. I was very, you know, I, I, I helped with the 98 World Series, 89 World Series, was the chairman of one, co-chair of the other. But Christian and Freddie and some other people deserve all the, all the credit for this. They've, right. they've done a great job with it. And uh, I have helped raise some some money uh, for the for the tournament. And uh, I told Freddie whatever he needed, I'd be glad to help. And he said, "Get me some money," so I did. But the, but the fact that Hattiesburg has hosted Dixie Youth World Series before certainly a plus. So it certainly can't be as difficult. Kristen, to put it together when you kind of had a framework going back to 1989. That's right. So we actually relied on some of the program books and some of the things that were put in place in 1998 for the tournament that we held, and that's the last time we held it here in Hattiesburg. It was 25 years ago. Yeah, but Kristen, having spent a lot of time through the years in girls softball, U-Triple-S-A softball tournament play, I know how much physical work it takes to put on a tournament. So how many people are behind the scenes? And this question to both of you. How many people are behind the scenes? And kind of explain to our listeners just how much work this really is. So we have the city of Hattiesburg, Parks and Recreation, Betsy Mercier. They have been instrumental in getting these fields ready. I think for, uh, Larry can agree with me that they look as good today as they did back in 2004 when well, 2008, 2008 yeah. when the facilities opened. They've done a great job um, getting everything ready for these teams coming across the southeast. We have about 
75 volunteers that are on hand. A lot of our baseball parents who are, they have children in the league and they want to to be a part of welcoming these other teams to our community. Um, So all in all, between the city of Hattiesburg, USM has been a tremendous help. We had our opening ceremonies there last night. And, you know, well, don't forget all these Dixie youth mothers. Now. That's right. I mean, we got we, we'll be here when you're not here in the fall and the spring, and if we don't give them credit, we're credit's due. No, might, they did. All yeah, the parents, the parents out here, have, we have about 75 parents who have stepped up and come out here to drive golf carts and work merchandising and sell tickets, whatever we need. The community has really stepped well, it's up. It's a great event. Now, this is a Southern Miss Bay show, Mr. Doliak, so uh, I want you yeah. to update us on Adam. On Adam Doliak, the donkey. He's just, you know, he's touring all over the country. He uh, he recently went to England, wow. played over there. Uh, yeah. So he's, you know, he's just waiting on that number one hit. So yeah. Yeah. I want everybody to listen to him on the radio. He's got a, a lot of stuff on, on the streaming channels, and, and, and uh, he's really doing good, doing very well. And for the one or two people listening that may not know, he was a great baseball player at Southern Miss. And a great golfer. Yeah, I always heard that. He was a really good golfer. But you, know, we, you were talking about the World Series in 98, and Luke Johnson's buddy, uh, well, and, our, and a friend of our program here, Trey Sutton, I think, played oh, yeah. in the 98 Dixie Youth Series right, here. Rick Sutton, his dad was the coach, and Rick's the guy. <laughs> yeah, Rick, Rick's the guy yeah. that didn't bat the player and had to forfeit the game. And I'm sure. Against, and, against and I'm, uh, Florida or Georgia. I and I'm sure he's glad we brought that yeah, up. Yeah, I wanted to bring that up because I hope Rick's listening. <laughs> Every time I see him, I say something. Yeah, so, so I mean, there's some Southern Miss Golden Eagle ties to even going back to players who have come up through Southern this program. We have a Southern Miss Golden Eagle helmet sitting on the desk right here. That's right. right. Which That's is right. perfect for the people that are following us. And, and later on in the show, we'll get to talk to Freddie Triplett and, and some of the some of the national directors with, with Dixie Youth Baseball. And I wonder, as more school systems are going to the quote-unquote year-round schedule where they're starting school in mid to late July, if that's going to, how that's going to affect the all-star schedule, you know, for not only well, Dixie Youth, but all the It, it already has. Uh, you know, the World Series used to be, what, August the 10th, 11th, 15th, and now it's moved back to the, you know, early August or late in July. So it's, it's already had an effect on it. And I wonder if it'll be pushed back even further as more. I, I wouldn't think so. We can't hardly, get, we, we cannot move it back any further because that we, we can't get the regular season in. But the, the tournament play leading up to the to the World Series and all that, we, we don't have time to get it in. Well, and we have some players here who have already gone back to school, even some of our local Mississippi teams. And I think this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, and their parents have just said, hey, we're going to make it work. We're headed to Hattiesburg, and school will be here when we get back. How many kids do you think said, no, Mom, I appreciate that, but I need to be in school? <laughs> no, no. Not one. That's been going on for quite a while, though. Um, even back when we coached occasionally, you know, some kids would miss the first week of school or something to go play in the World Series. I know it's just underway in about the minute we have left. How's, how's, this, how's this thing started out, Mr. Doliak? How you feel? Everything's good. Um, kind of worried about Freddie and his blood pressure, but I think he'll be okay. Brian Dozier was your throughout the first pitch right, at opening right. ceremonies last night at Pete Taylor Park. Right. Had a great night for opening right. ceremonies. He was pretty good. So far, yeah, he's done all right he for did, himself. He did, he did okay. I got to say something. I got to get this yes, in. Yes, sir. Uh, the city hired Todd Hawkins to work to work on our field, so he's a grass guy. 
last February or January, and it's made a tremendous difference. And I've been trying to get him to hire a guy like that for years. Right. It's made a tremendous difference. He's done a wonderful job. All right. Thank you both very much. Thanks, Brad. Thank Eagle you. Hour continues right after this. Tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. All right, everybody, back on the road. The Eagle Hour is at Larry Doliak Baseball Complex here in South Hattiesburg. It is the Dixie Youth World Series, and uh, we're very happy to be out here and be a part of it. Robert Bird, who is the sales director for Super Talk Mississippi, joins us. Luke uh, back in uh, with the guys as well. And, Robert, first of all, I know you do some officiating in this organization. Uh, great organization, and, man, a lot of kids out here really having a good time. Aren't they? Man, yeah, thank you guys for being over here today, too. Uh, Bob and Kelly and Luke, uh, honored to be part of Eagle Hour, and Dixie Youth Baseball certainly uh, has is just big and keeps getting bigger here in South Mississippi. And one of the great things about it, you mentioned umpiring. You know, probably every official that is from South Mississippi began umpiring on a Dixie Youth baseball field somewhere. It's kind of where it worked out that they uh, started there and kind of worked their way up to even into the college system, to the minor league system, even some in the major league system now. Mm -hmm. How do you recruit, and is it difficult to recruit the number of officials you need? You know, there is a great need out there for uh, lots of officials, and uh, it seems like we're getting some, some young guys interested and uh, the, the hardest part is keeping them interested in it. Uh, there's not a there's not a lot of great there's not a lot of big pay in it i guess you could say because most of us the guys my age we're doing it because we love it and we do it because we enjoy being on the field being part of the game most of us all played little uh little boy baseball and uh, dixie youth baseball and throughout south mississippi and uh just developed that love for the game it kind of keeps us engaged so uh, a lot of us have went on from dixie youth to to the high school, to the JUCO level, to the college level. Which and you have. Been. We have. I you sure have. have. I've you, been you, very fortunate. You coach some college ball. I mean, I entire have. college ball. I don't have. You? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what about, I know we just started last night, but, but I know working this, you know, events like this over the years, you're bound to have parents from out of town and other people come up and just, because Hattiesburg is a baseball community, obviously, sure. with Southern Miss and, and what that brings, but it's almost like the reciprocal relationship having a, a top 20 or this year a top 10 national baseball program helps the community focus on baseball and yet that's at the same time it feeds fandom and mm-hmm. and uh, as, as you said kids learn the learn the uh, the game i'm sure that people have come up to you over the years and just have said how well of a job you guys do in this absolutely you, we get that a lot and it seems like we get that a lot more often and i think they they realize possibly the number and the struggle of uh, getting officials at some of these games so uh, as some of the shirts I've seen that uh, people have worn, you know, without umpires and officials, it's just a practice, you know. So uh, so a lot of these parents have made mention that they we appreciate what you guys, even the losing team, come up and tell you. We, we consider that quite an honor when the losing team or the losing coach makes mention of how well of a job you did or how good of a job you did on the, on the field. And, and it's important so. at this level, when you're talking about the sure. best in, in the country here today, 
that they learn to appreciate that the fact is, you know, blue gets yelled a lot or, right. or during during the course of a game. But I mean, that is what makes baseball unique—that umpiring aspect. Absolutely, and of course, you know, there's several farm systems that are in the minor league system that are going to this automatic strike zone, automated strike zone. They're finding some some issues with that as they're doing it, and uh, it takes away that third aspect of the game. You know, so uh, it's one of those fun things. We enjoy it. We have fun doing it. So. And youth baseball has evolved too. I have the uh, the honor of coaching in the 1989 World Series that Hattiesburg hosted, and then I coached the Hattiesburg team in the 19. 19- 92 mm-hmm. Dixie Youth World Series over in Augusta, Georgia. But back then it was all what they called tight base, where you couldn't, couldn't steal off, right? until after the ball crossed home plate. They still have that tight base format, but they've also evolved where leagues get a choice of that original tight base format, which is what Little League plays. Right. And then they have what Dixie Youth calls the O-Zone, where the bases are a little bit further apart, and then you can lead off like quote-unquote real baseball. So, I mean, they're evolving as, as times are evolving, too, and giving leagues their choice based right. on what they think is best for their community. Absolutely, and, of course, every, everybody's different. Hattiesburg, like you said, is a very aggressive baseball community, but that little town in rural Mississippi may not be as aggressive, you know, and the kids may not be at that point that they've had the experience leading up to whatever age they are now. Uh, to have that experience to know how to lead off. And, uh, and you, you know, there's some bad habits you could pick off as a pitcher if you're already talking about leading off at eight and nine years old and this kid develops these habits early on. So if he's not ready for it, for that potential in the game. So it's fun. Robert, how do teams get into the World Series? It's fun, man. This is one of the great things about Dixie Youth, and I've, I've always said Dixie Youth does this right. I agree. And, uh, the way that you have to earn your way to this, this we've, spot. We've had that discussion. And yeah. this, is, this is not a buy your spot. This is not uh, send us a check for 1500 bucks and you get in. Uh, this is uh, earn your spot. You are the best team in your district. You're the best team in your region. You're the best team in the state uh, that you come from. And uh, I get chills thinking about it. Uh, the idea that you work, because I was a coach with my kids, and we, we, we went through the system. We made it to the state. We never made it to the World Series. Uh, but, but the point being that it was a, a spot you had to earn to get here. Similar to what the USSSA did in girls softball when I was coaching. They would have five or six world qualifying tournaments a year. You had to win one of those right. tournaments to qualify to go to the USSSA World Series. <laughs> Right. And if that's what Dixie Youth is doing, I think that's exactly the way it should be. Done. It should, but yeah. again, but again, that's that's old school. But right. that's one of the things I like about. It. I will never this this pay for play, as you right. mentioned, Robert, c- cutting the check. I mean, when when kids are flashing these rings on Facebook or whatever that they won at the well, there's five thousand World Series <laughs> right. out there. Right. You could be the worst team in America, but if right. your check clears. Guess what? You're, you're in right. the world. Series. You're in the you're in the field, and it just should well, not I mean, this be. Well, this is why this is why it's Dixie Youth World Series because that's a name that has been around for a long time right. and has street cred. I mean, right. that that you earned your way here. So just right. so you know, the Eagle Hour, we are a, a non-participation trophy zone. Oh, I got that's you. I got like that. We don't, we don't ever want to participate. All right. So how long have you officiated? Uh, I guess this will be going into my twelfth, thirteenth year uh, this this fall, and I do football. I love football, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, softball is probably the top of my list of uh, officiating college softball. Yeah, I like that. Uh, probably, if I had to give up anything, uh, it would be everything except college softball. Softball so, players uh, are much tougher than man. I'm telling you, players. it's so much fun to watch. It's, it's exciting and it's fast paced, and I just enjoy. Uh, it. I'm glad. Well, hey, as I get older, the ball is bigger and yellow and easier to see. Yeah, you know I'm, what I mean? I'm glad, so, Luke, I'm glad Luke said what he said because having a daughter. 
that played softball all her life. Yeah. I think people that are not around mm. girls' sports have no appreciation for how competitive right. and tough girls are in right. athletics. Would you agree with that? I agree with that 100%, Bob. I think in a lot of ways Luke's right. I know Tougher. it's more I know it's more natural, tough, but but you know she can throw 18, 20 innings in one day. Right. We're right. out after six, you know. <laughs> and right. and it's one of the funny things too is that uh, of uh, of these girls are able to play four and five, six games a day. That's kind of unheard of in baseball, Correct. you know, yeah. because so, of the, the pitching. So, Robert, tech, how do you deal so. with coaches like Kelly Sanders? Well, we, we give them the warning pretty quick out of the gate, and, uh, you know, that way, you know. He gets, it, so he gets a parking lot warning? Yeah, he gets a parking lot warning, and then, it, then then the rest is, you know, anything else that happens. You tell that, me so. if you believe this. A gentleman here told me that one, years ago when Kelly was coaching, he got upset at a call. Now, here's the part. He jumped over the fence. <laughs> And the umpire said, get back, and he jumped back over. How the short field. was the fence? It That's had to be small. <laughs> it had to be, like, tiny, don't you think? Uh, yeah, but I always salute the umpires by telling them they're number one. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. <laughs> oh, wrong finger. Sorry yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I get the point. As but it a, is fun. As a guy that's really involved in this, what should people know and understand about kids' athletics? Kids' athletics, uh, they're kids is number one. Uh, number two, uh, this is – a great learning experience for these kids. Nobody's going to get scholarships. Nobody's going pro this weekend. Uh, uh, as far as the kids that are participating on the field, uh, these umpires are not professional league umpires. Uh, we we have jobs. We just enjoy do do we do this umpiring on the side because we enjoy it. We love being part of it. And hey, we're going to mess up. We're going to miss some calls. Uh, but you know what? It's not the end of the world when we miss that call. Right. But, but, at the, right. but at That's the Dixie right. Youth World Series, yeah, yeah. you are getting the best umpires as absolutely, well. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Tommy and the crew here with Dixie Youth Baseball, they make that a point right. that uh, these are not your everyday Dixie Youth umpires. These are the best of the best. Some of these guys are college uh, umpires that are out here on the field today. Uh, there, there's some that uh, we have several back home that around Brookhaven area that are minor, in the minor league right now that were – uh, one guy in, in in particular was a Dixie Youth umpire the first year. The next year he was a JUCO umpire. Skipped high school. This is how good he was. He went from Dixie Youth to JUCO, and now he's in the minor league right now. He's actually in Florida working with that automatic strike zone, so uh, automated strike zone. And that, zone, that's so. just a good lesson across the board. A lot of guys that umpire, they do that because they love the game. Right, absolutely. So they're for the game of baseball right. you know, when, when things happen. Robert, absolutely. we appreciate you coming on. Hey, man. thank you guys for being here. And uh, it's always a lot of fun to talk to you. You too, All buddy. Right, we're at the uh, we're at the Larry Doliak Baseball Complex. Eagle Hour will continue from here right after this break. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, welcome back. Super Talk Eagle Hour broadcasting live this afternoon from the Larry Doliak uh, Baseball Complex. Dixie Youth World Series underway, and we appreciate all the guests uh, that have joined us uh, so far in the show. But now we really got we got an important guest right now. We've got Braxton Phillips. Braxton is the second baseman for the West Jasper baseball team, the host team, I understand, uh, here at the ball tournament. Braxton, 
It's got to be pretty cool to be playing in the World Series. Yes. Well, tell us what it's like. Tell us, tell us what it's been like for you so far. <laughs> he's thinking about it, Bob. Yeah, he's thinking about it. Don't be shy. Have you played a game yet? Did you do pretty good? Did you get a hit? How's your team doing? Did y'all win the game? Mm-hmm. Well, it doesn't matter. You still got another game to play at least, right? Huh? Yeah. What, right. what do you like about baseball, Braxton? Why did you want to play baseball? They only get tougher, Braxton, the questions. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk to mom right. and dad. We'll, we'll, yeah. give, we'll give Braxton a chance here to collect them. So his, yeah. his dad, uh, Dusty Phillips, is the coach of the West Jasper team. Dusty, give us a, give us a little idea of, of what you have to do to get here. I mean, I think that's important. I mean, these boys, they just they hustling every every time we practice. I mean, it's just a lot of practice. Uh, I mean, especially this hot heat. But uh, other than other than just to get here, just gotta have, have a good mindset, and everybody everybody want to get together and play ball. You know. Yeah. It's, and you have to qualify though for the. Yes, sir, you got to qualify. You you go through district, and state. Like I said, we started at All Stars. Then boys played hard at All Stars, and next was uh, district games, and they hustled there. And uh, like they said, won their district. They, they won they their won district. The district. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. That's Mom's voice, by the way. Yeah. 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 And Mom is is Megan uh, Phillips, and uh, Megan, you were. This brings back a lot of memories for me because my daughter played softball all her life, and we traveled all over the country in tournament softball. And you remind me. Of all the moms that I've known through the years, I mean, you can't have teams, you can't have youth ball teams without moms. Moms, and tell me if this has changed, helped us with travel, mm-hmm. chaperone kids at the hotels, mm-hmm. help raise money out there at the car washes, oh, yeah. selling any kind of crap we could come up with. Yep. To sell. Is, did you that, say, is did that you, the same now? Did you it's say the exactly the same. <laughs> But, exactly the same. Yep. And, uh, Nothing's changed. And Dusty but, might not know about the mistakes he made in the game if it wasn't for Megan. Yeah, that's I'm, very true. Correct. <laughs> very, very true. Now, are you a mom that's very quiet? No, I never sir. met any of them. Or are you a mom that is pretty vocal? I'm pretty vocal. I'm the bookkeeper also for this team, and I am the motivator. I am the yeller. I am all of the above. So, so. you keep score. I keep the score. So you're the person that if the other team bats out of order, I have to forfeit. Uh-huh. I have to go over there and stop everything. <laughs> By the way, shout out to the Silver Bay Saints. You and your husband both yes. graduates of Silver Bay. <laughs> One of you went to school with, with Luke's wife. Yeah. Lauren, right? Yeah. Um, and, and Bob, the, the World Series here, it's the eight-year-olds all right, that are here this week, Division One and Division Two, And the way this works, kind of like the reverse of high school football, where division the Division One teams come from communities that are more densely populated. Okay, right. So Hattiesburg is in the Division One, Right. And because that's obviously you know, a bigger city than, than maybe the West Jaspers and some of the smaller towns. So... Because Hattiesburg does not have a Division II team, West Jasper is serving as the. Uh, well, that makes as, sense. Yeah, that as, makes it fair. Mm-hmm. Very much like a, a football, where you know a two A school up against a six A school, not exactly a level playing field. So, mm-hmm. but they've got both Division One and Two here this week uh, in Hattiesburg. All right. All right, Megan. What what is life like as a little league baseball mother? Describe that in today's world. Honestly, for me, it's emotional. Um, I never, I played sports throughout my years and watching your own is just a whole nother level of emotions. Um, 
it's amazing. It's stressful. It's it's just like I said, a lot of emotions. No and question. No question. And definitely. Dusty, do you sleep well at night if you lose a close game, or do you lay in bed? And Kelly never lost a game, but I used to lay in bed and really <laughs> ponder what could I have done. And my wife at some point would say, you do realize they're 12 years old. You know, just, just relax. They're See, I think it's the old. opposite for yeah, us. I think it is. <laughs> yeah. I will sit up and be like, this did not happen right. This didn't do oh, this. And and he's Co- like, they're just, eight. they're just eight. They're just eight. You're right. Calm down, Mom, right? Calm you're down. Right, you're right, Coach. You're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so the, and what do you it, – it, in this day and age where there seems to be a lack of civility – you know, with in the stands and, and even among some of your other parents who are always going to, they might not say it openly, but they might say, well, this kid should play here and this kid's playing too much. And now, how do you handle that as a coach? You know, you don't have to do it. It's a volunteer thing. That's right. It's volunteer. I mean, it's it's hard, you know, especially with the parents. They, they won't put their two cents in and say their kid needs to play here and there. And the only thing we can do is just kind of, kind of avoid that and just we'll, we'll put every kid and try them in every position you know and that's that's the main thing what we do we'll let the parents know that you know we've tried them here and we just keep working the kids and uh what like i said the only thing you really do is just, just work in their positions you know and just let the parents see here's the other thing too bob that sometimes gets lost uh, is these parents are taking time off work and lots of times they don't have the time. And they're spending money. Right. A lot of it. <laughs> now, you guys don't have to come as far, obviously, right. as everybody else. But, but the work element. Oh, yeah. You know, and not to mention the tournaments leading up to this one. You've had to take time off. How have you yeah. been able to juggle all that, Megan? Thankfully, this is the first. Most of the everything else before this was all on weekends. So that helped a lot. But this is the first time that this is in a weekday. And it's just one of those things where you've got to, like, as soon as we knew we were advancing the World Series, we had to start making plans. Everybody had to start, you know, calling work. I have this day, this day, this day. And, I mean, it's just. But. Well, well, another thing, too, that people are not involved in youth sports, and Kelly can attest to this as well as you guys, it's expensive. Mm-hmm. It's not free for your child to play in these trees. So you you really have to invest not only your time, but you have to invest money in your children too. And that was one thing that that I always tried to keep in perspective about parents. You know, I, I know they would get really, really excited mm-hmm. and sometimes maybe a little too much, but you knew they were investing their time, their money, getting the kids to practice, mm-hmm. picking them up after practice, helping haul kids to tournaments. All of that, right, man? Oh, yeah. And, and see, here's the thing I think that people lose sight of, too. I mean, all right, oh, we're making memories. Right, we're going to go to Disney World. We're making memories. Let me tell you something. A trip to Disney World, you can do any time. Mm-hmm. To qualify and play in a Dixie right. oh, Qualify, yeah. remember, not write a check. I'm so yes. glad to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> qualify to get to work. That, believe me, is a lifelong memory. Yes, definitely. And worth it. You know, know, Braxton's got that baseball player look about him. (laughs) Got the hat down right above his eyes. Put them shades up on your hat like you would normally wear them. And and Bob, he was (laughs) there. We go upside down. He's got it. And we we talked. We talked to Braxton's agent, and the reason he's not very talkative is because he's got his game face on. He really doesn't doesn't like talking a whole lot. Oh, I understand. Maybe he's thinking about his NIL deal. Maybe so. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think he's mad still. They they had a good, not a good game. So. Yeah, look at it here. I do want to ask one question as parents, and you guys from Jasper County, so you get it. What's the balance? Because it seems like in some places the parents make it about them mm-hmm. rather than about the kids. 
I'm getting nods of the head. And oh, yeah. You guys understand the perspective there, and, and it is. It's it's for the kids. And so how have you maintained, you know, at such a being here as a participant to, to keep that balance and that focus? I believe Megan could probably answer that one better I, for you. I mean, I really don't know. We just – that's our main focus. I mean, we've got to make it about them. They're the ones doing this. They're the ones that put in the work for this. You know, it's just because it's kind of like uh, I never got to go to the World Series, so this will be my trip to the World Series, <laughs> not my kids' trip to the World Series. And I think that some of that pays off when you when you see different teams at this level. You'll see the ones really clear about who gets it, and the others that just say, "I'm here for me." You know, yeah. so we we appreciate you representing Mississippi so well. You know, in you. that. Thank you. We try. We try. So Bay Springs, right? Yes, yeah. sir. So, yeah, they know my father-in-law and, and uh, my wife. And tell you what, I, this is this is my team right here for, for the World Series. <laughs> thousand percent. What, so what's the schedule for you guys the, the rest of uh, rest of the week and the weekend? Um, we play at 3 again. I think we play South Carolina. And then after we play that, we'll get, you know, the bracket for tomorrow. We don't know anything about the rest of the weekend. So, so we won't know till after three. So it's just basically like game by game you, you find out right. where, where you're headed next. Yep. Scout report on South Carolina. Do we got one? We don't have one, and I've been looking, but <laughs> we oh, don't have one. You're the scout, too. I huh? am. I am, oh. the, I am that mom. I am. Okay, so you're going to get a trophy, too, if they win, right? <laughs> no. I'm going to let them have it. They deserve it, it. So it's not a double elimination tournament, is that Tomorrow, correct? Tomorrow. Right now they're playing pool play which will determine where we fall in the bracket, and, and that'll start tomorrow, and then it's a double elimination. Gotcha. So you're mm-hmm. guaranteed four games. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. So we're going to take it to South Carolina. This out. If there's okay. any South Carolina people listening, we're <laughs> homers here. Here comes ready. Space Spring. Here comes West Jasper. They're going to yes. They're going to do it. Hey, guys, thank you very much. Really, thank you so much. And thank you for what you're doing for these kids. And Braxton, let's go get them, son. <laughs> we'll be right back. Southern Miss to the top. Back in Hattiesburg for the Dixie Youth Baseball World Series. Last segment of the Eagle Hour. Last segment of the week. Luke Johnson, Bob Getty, Kelly Sander. Just a couple news and notes to let you know. Patrick Sertain's going into the Mississippi Hall of Fame this weekend. Uh, of course, Pat Sertain, his son plays for... Uh, but is it Sertain or Sertain? It was Sertain when he played here, but then I don't know. I'm telling you what I cheered for him when I was a when I was a teenager. So anyway, congratulations to him. We'll talk mo- Monday more about uh, how well Southern Miss football is being represented in NFL training camps. Jason Brownlee running with the ones for uh, for the New York J- Jets. But let's finish out this week. Let's visit with Freddie Triplett. He's the director of Hattiesburg Dixie Youth, and Tommy Reams, who's the tournament director and uh, the head of the state of Mississippi for Dixie Youth. Hey guys. 
Off to a start today. Yes, it is. And we can hear in the background lots of lots of uh, excellent games going on. We've already played some, obviously, and yes. more on tap. And uh, we're, we may have this thing finished by Monday. But, man, it's going to be a busy weekend around here, Tommy. Yes, it is. A lot of ball games, a lot of folks. It's going to be a great tournament. So recap for our listeners the the number of states and teams that are represented here. There are 11 states in Dixie Youth. We bring the state champion from every state to this tournament plus a host team. So we have a 12-team bracket in D1. Then we have D2, which is our smaller programs. We started the World Series for them. We have 10 states participating in D2 plus a host. We just visited with the host with with West Jasper. Yes, and and Tom, you talked about that the tournament will be you'll be a double. What do, what do we call it? Double session. Double sessioning. Now that's that's a new term to me. So tell us what you mean. All weekend you'll be double sessioning. Well, in eight year old we don't have pitching, the kid pitchers. Right. So we're pitch. able to do the double sessions. They just play. We got like two or three hour break between games where they go out for their second game. Where in the older age groups, we don't do that double sessions. It's just one game a day like we did for 55 years. Uh, but we'll double session each one of these days to finish this tournament hopefully on Monday. Now, at the end of the first session, do you have to clean everybody out and nope. then bring them back in? They buy a tournament pass or a day pass to come in. Good stuff. Freddie, um... By the way, Mr. Doliak clarified your title. He wanted everybody to know yes. that you are the director. Yes. That's what you're. And I see you do call him Mr. Doliak also. Okay, Mr. Triplet. I spoke. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> how cool is it though, as as uh, Tommy said, to, to be able to show off your facility of, of Dixie oh, it's, baseball it's, here in Hattiesburg? It's great. You know, we we kind of lean on that term baseburg, and sure enough, even at this age group, uh, we can lean on it and be proud of it. But it's a it's a great facility. Uh, you know, um, I'm a baseball purist, as Kelly is, you know, and uh, we, we love what we do here. And, uh, again, this is my 42nd year. I think wow. Larry's 43rd because he's older than me. So, uh, anyway, it's, it's just a great opportunity to play the game that God's given us, baseball. And, uh, yeah, a little hot, but you know what? I'd, I'd rather it be hot than raining. So Absolutely. Absolutely. Blessed. So for our listeners, obviously, that tune in this show every day with Southern Miss, I, I know that Southern Miss helps Dixie Youth base, Baseball in, in Mississippi, and in, in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, and, and reciprocal as well. Oh, the, yeah. the university is so thankful for you guys building a culture of well, baseball. Well, yeah, I mean, this, you know, we, you know, we all know the percentage of kids here today that would be wherever. But last night we had our opening ceremonies at uh, Southern Miss Pete Taylor Park. Brian Morrison, the crew out there, the marketing crew, Tim and they just they laid out the red carpet for us. We had a great, uh, we had almost a, over a thousand people there for the open ceremonies, and it was just a great event. And USM helped helped us with that and give these kids a memory. Uh, obviously, maybe one day they'll be Golden Eagles, and uh, that'll kind of play into part. But uh, we're we're great to have them. So, Freddie, uh, now really the the toughest part is now behind you. I mean, isn't it really, Tommy? I, I think so. this is the uh, easiest tr- part. I, uh, you know why I missed the first segment? I was trying to, you know, find a kid. Or, excuse me, we lost a parent, not a kid, right? You always lose the parent, not the kid. But uh, we're, we're, you know, trying to go find a little bit more ice and those type things. So little uh, housekeeping things. But yes, you're right. We're, we're on the, hopefully on the downhill slide. Tomorrow is another 22 games. The first three kind of sessions are about. You know, four games, four games, three games. After that, yeah, we can breathe a little bit, but uh, again. And, Tommy, ceremony.
ceremonially, once a state is eliminated, this is kind of cold, but it's also <laughs> ceremonial to where once the state is eliminated, Dixie Youth has always had the tradition of the flag that's in center field that Correct. flies from that state Correct. is pulled up that's and right. removed. Wow. You're, out of, you're right. out of the tournament. Yeah. Ouch. Kelly, you, re, you remember that. I do remember saying. that. Man, how painful that must be. I'm, but that's part of did, it. Did you, of it. Was it double shame? Did you as the coach have to go lower your own blood? Well, and let me say, as Dixie Youth, we say there's no losers in Dixie Right. You made it here. Right. That's a winner. Whether you win or not, you're still a winner when you go home. Gotcha. We don't call anybody losers. <laughs> In this, in our tournament, but I like the ceremonial part where it is oh, yeah. kind absolutely of, you know, because it's the end of a run, as it all is. things should be. Um, last couple seconds here. Anything the the anyone needs to know? Public coming to watch it this weekend. You mentioned day passes are available as well as tournament pa- tournament passes. Correct. Uh, we'll be out here all weekend. If you want to come watch some great baseball, come out. You can get a ticket for ten dollars and watch all these ball games all day long. If you want to buy a tournament pass, you can watch the whole tournament come out here. We're 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 trying to get the people to come see what's going on. This is a great great tournament. Dixie Youth is number one in Mississippi and all these other eleven states. They just keep trying to get our kids, and we won't let them happen. Good stuff, Freddie Triplett, Tommy Reams. Thanks for all your work and uh, thanks for joining us today. Well, we appreciate you guys. It's going to wrap it up from Baseburg. We'll catch you Monday, same time. And as always, Southern Miss to the top. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.